Good afternoon, everybody. I, 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 always, I like to say that at the beginning of the homily. We don't get to say that at the beginning of Mass. We have a liturgical greeting that's more proper. It's always interesting when someone says, the Lord be with you and not with your spirit. Hi. You know, we don't, we don't normally do that because we greet each other in this sense, in this uh, setting, in a liturgical way. The Lord be with you. And you say, and with your spirit, we are sharing God's spirit, God's very peace among us. So good afternoon. It's good to be here. Almost good evening. Um, and especially to our confirmandi, to our, our, our sisters here, our three sisters who have chosen the name St. Anne, St. Anthony, and St. Lucy to be confirmed today. It is, I want to say thank you to, to you, to being here, to being confirmed. Um, and that's no small thing these days. Unfortunately, we know a lot of people, young or older, single, married, um, or of all, of all shapes and sizes, who are choosing to maybe walk away from the church, to walk their own path. Stunningly, there's a lot of young people. I just went to a conference um, at, at, a, at a university. We talked about this. So many young people, especially in their 20s and 30s, and even younger, as young as 13, are saying, I, had, I thank you for the great upbringing. Thank you for baptizing me for First Communion. I'll always remember that. Thank you. But I can take it from here, basically. And they kind of leave the church. They believe that, that they can do this on their own now. But of course, we need to teach people what we already know. We can't do this on our own. Jesus didn't just say, believe in me and go your own way. He said, come, follow me. And he taught them and then sent them out, not as individuals, but in pairs, in groups, to go to live the gospel message. God said, I will be your God and you will be not my person, you will be my people. So we know as a church, we are the fulfillment of that promise. We are God's people. We are a community of faith. And so we have to remind people and teach them through our own lives that you can't go it on your own. The sacraments do help you, but they help all of us to form a community, a people of God on the way, please God, to salvation for all of us. So I do mean thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your witness, for, for saying yes. You are not only continuing in the faith, but today you're kind of going all in. You are being uh, fully initiated into the faith. That doesn't mean you get full knowledge all of a sudden and everything will make sense. Uh, a lot of us have questions. Indeed, probably all of us have questions, and all of us um, are sinners. So welcome to the, the, the group of sinners and people who, uh, who want to kind of keep continue on the way to, uh, to salvation in Jesus Christ. But it is an important step for you, and it is a witness. It's a great witness for us and for all people that you want to continue in your faith. Many of us were baptized, like myself, as infants or as little children. We didn't really have the choice. I don't remember my baptism. I, was I think I was eight days old. But at our confirmation, at First Communion especially, and other sacraments, we know enough. We know better to now stand up and say, it was chosen for me, thank God, by my parents and godparents, but today I choose to continue in the faith. I choose and ask for God's very Holy Spirit so that I may grow in the faith and be a leader in the faith. So thank you for, for doing this today. The readings today teach us a lot about what we are celebrating in this holy season of Lent, especially as we progress toward the Paschal Mystery, toward Holy Week. The first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah is so wonderful. It represents a turning point in history at that point, up to that point, you know, God said, be faithful to my commandments. 
live the covenant that I made with your ancestors, especially Abraham and Moses and others, and, and, and you, will be, you will be my people. But today, as we hear from the book of the prophet Isaiah, God says, Behold, the days are coming when I will make a new covenant with you. All people shall know me in this covenant. All people shall have access to me. No longer will you have to teach it to others, but, or it will be not be the, the, the realm of just the holy people, you know. It will be for all people. And we, and we believe that that is perfectly fulfilled, of course, in the covenant of Jesus Christ through his blood on the cross, which we will celebrate today in this Mass. And in his blood, in the sacraments that he has given the Church, we have access to forgiveness, to the, the very life and grace of Jesus, to redemption through him. And so that prophecy made so long ago by, I, by Jeremiah is, being, is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And in the gospel, Jesus tells us the heart of the gospel, and that is this, to lay down one's life, to give your life away for God and for your brothers and sisters so that you may gain your life in eternity in the kingdom of heaven. And he uses, he loved to use examples. He used a little example of a, a wheat, a grain of wheat. And he said, if you want to grow wheat, you can look at this little grain all day and everything, and you can say, okay, go, grow. I want more, but it's not going to happen until you put that grain in the ground and it, in a sense, dies to itself, it produces a great harvest, or it can produce a great harvest. And Jesus says, basically, that's your life as well. You are like that grain of wheat. You must lay down your lives, Some, sometimes um, in a very dramatic way, as we see in the, in the martyrs and in the saints, many times just day after day being faithful to the gospel. But if you lay down your life for your friends and for God, then God will raise it up again and you will live forever. So we get that, the, the, the story of our salvation, the message, the very heart of the gospel in today's gospel passage. But I just want to give you one more little image to think about, and that is the example of St. Andrew. I know it's not the Feast of St. Andrew, it's the Feast of St. Patrick, Day, Patrick but, um, but nonetheless, St. Andrew is such a wonderful example for all of us and especially for our confirmandi today. St. Andrew is seen basically three times in the Gospels, and each time he is on a little mission. He's doing something to help Jesus. The first time we see him, he encounters Jesus, and he runs and tells his brother, Peter, come, could this be the Christ? So he goes to get Peter and brings him to Christ. The next time we see him is at the multiplication of the loaves and fish, when Jesus said, well, look at all these people, you feed them. And they say, we can't feed this. We can't feed this great crowd. And Andrew says, wait, I found a boy. He has five loaves of fish and two bread. Five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus says, good, that's enough. And he multiplies that for the crowd. And then today, some people come to, um, to Philip and then to Andrew and say, we want to see Jesus. And because those two spoke Greek, we assume the Greek people came to them. They took them to Jesus. So every time we see Andrew, he's bringing someone or something to Jesus so that he can change it. And the same is true for all of us. I think he's a great uh, patron saint for all of us as we continue to live our Christian faith. We should be like Andrew to bring ourselves first, but our friends, our family members, our loved ones, those who are in great need, we literally bring them to Christ so that he may heal them, he may touch them, he may give them his grace. St. Andrew is a great example for all of us of how we are to live our life. 
we come to here to this church or any other church, we celebrate our faith, we thank God for all that he has been given. But then we hope to leave this place to go be like Andrew and so many others who brought Christ to the world and brought the world to Christ. My sisters, as you are confirmed today, you are given the gifts of the Holy Spirit, seven special gifts to live your faith well. Not perfectly, you're gonna to continue to make mistakes, you'll continue to have questions and maybe even doubt at times, but God will equip you with these gifts. If you use them well, then God will do great things in you and in this community. I give you the example not only of your saints, Anne and Andrew and Lucy, but also St. Andrew today, so that all of us may go be like the saints, take what we celebrate here, what we celebrate and receive in the sacraments to a waiting world so that they too can be changed, lifted up, forgiven, and given the promise of eternal life. May God bless you today and all the days of your life.